It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ahoy! Ahoy! Oh, Martin. Well, now. Well, we've, we've, we've arrived simultaneously. We've arrived. Oh, yes. I always imagined maybe in uh, in Rent-A-Ghost, I always wondered what sort of injuries would be sustained if, uh, I don't know, Mr. Mr. Claypole and Mr. Davenport were suddenly to arrive. You know, when they would pinch their noses and they'd suddenly go bing and they'd, right. they'd reappear. What if they both set their mental coordinates for exactly the same place? I mean... Would it just be a matter of oh, oh <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mr. Davenport, dust yourself down, or is that is that straight into uh, accident and emergency? Quite possibly intensive care. I don't know. Nobody does. Nobody does, Martin. No, they are. Nobody does. They are conjectural. As is my transport today. Whoa! Look up that. What is it? It's 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 not a motorbike. I know it looks like a motorbike. I know it also looks like a mountain bike. It's actually an electric powered bike. It's oh, one of the most annoying Lord. modes of transport oh, yes. on the planet. It's one wow. of those uh, mountain bikes yes. that's got a, a that's engine. got an electric hidden engine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Just to annoy people. And, but for the little telltale, brrr, nobody would have a clue that yes, you were. Yes, nobody would uh, you know. You know, uh, they think, gosh, he's very fit. Because sometimes you do feel, you'll see some people the size of a, of a sort of large bungalow on a, on a bicycle. You think, goodness me, good for you. Good for you getting out and uh, doing a bit of exercise. Oh. Oh. Oh, I see. Oh, yes, it's one of those electric. Oh, right, yes. As you were, as you were. Well, yeah, good for you coming out for a sit. For a sit on a moving, moving saddle. Good for you. And what about your bad self, Martin? What about you? Well, I've come in. You see this this rather handsome Hessian hammock. Well, what I do is I've got four swans. They've they've gone now. I'm hoping I'm hoping that they understood the the rendezvous from for my return journey. And they each you'll see each corner's got a little loop. They they yes. carry each of those four corners in their beaks. And I say, go swans, and um, beautiful. They rise like um, like the stork with a newborn baby yes, in Disney films. It's, yes, yes, it's four swans with a rather tubby middle-aged man. Congratulations, it's a tubby middle-aged man. I mean, who knows? I'm amazed they got me here, to be honest. But there we go. That's wonderful. So they they just go. They just take a break now, do they? Where do they, they, where take do they a go? Break. Well, I'm I'm hoping they go off and sort of fulfil all their pottering about on a, on an island in the middle yeah, of a I mean, lake. Needs, yes, yeah, so yeah. I don't end up in Rutland this evening. Um, but no, I think, I think it's all on course. I think, yes, how exciting! Good. Anyway, here we are in this lovely bubble of of time goes. Did you catch? Did you catch the wave about uh, David Hockney's <gasps> exhibition? Oh. 
Oh, um, oh, is it called sorry, The Joy of Spring or something like that? I think it's got some sort of lovely, or joy or something. Uh, the word joy certainly appears in there, doesn't it? Um, point of information, it's called The Arrival of Spring. Oh, the arrival, of course it is. Yes, The Arrival of Spring. It's it's on the, is it the Royal Academy? When is it starting soon, I think? I think, and then Isn't runs it, uh, right the way through till near the end of September. I have seen these and... I've only I've only just caught little photographs uh, attached to the the reviews that have come through, and I think they are beautiful, absolutely beautiful. They make the heart sing. There's a beautiful one of a of a house demonstrating Hockney's fabulous control of perspective, and uh, a, a tree in full blossom. And I saw it, and my heart. Sang, Greg. Mine sang too, but only because it reminded me of of Tomb Raider from nineteen ninety eight. Did it? Well, <laughs> it just looks just looks a little bit like you could move one of the chimney pots on that house, and uh, you know, so you know, some stone steps would appear. Yes, leading you down into a a basement where you had to shift lots of beach balls around in order to open another hidden door which so are led, you are yeah. you are you of the opinion that you think maybe it's i did i've i've read i've read several i mean by which i mean five six maybe seven reviews all of which were just running out of superlatives rachel campbell johnston loves it jonathan jones and the guardian loves it laura freeman the times loves it i mean i i, I could go on except i can't because i've run out of names but well, I'll give you another one. Yeah, Ben Luke in the Evening Standard. Who hates well, no, it. he's he's stuck his he's stuck his head. It's so very disappointing. I think he's, I I think I mean I have the greatest respect for for, for Ben Luke, but he's talking out his ass as far as I'm concerned. I think it's absolutely beautiful. It must be awful. It must be awful for a reviewer. You know, when you when you get it when you when you write a different review to absolutely everybody else, because the whole idea of reviews is that it's some sort of. Well, the pretense is that it's some sort of objective standard, isn't it? It's, that's the idea. It's like a sort but of it benchmark. Is, yes. It's got a, a number of stars on there which tell you yes. how good the thing is in an objective sense. Seems well, it's kind of disappointing for a reviewer, isn't it? To, he, I mean, he Ben Luke gave it, I think, two stars. Everyone else has given it five. Four or five. Ben yes. Luke must feel, he must feel awful, mustn't he? I mean, of course, everyone is entitled to their personal opinion. I mean, that, of course, is the... Is the point there isn't an empirical uh, a taste, a sense of yes, this is good. This, is bad. for example, we are speaking at the moment of the great unveiling happening over in Bordeaux at the moment, where the imprimeurs are all being released. These are the the clarets of uh, 2020 mm-hmm. that uh, they were pressed just last autumn, and uh, around the time of the end of March. All the great and the god of the wine world, they go out and they sample these things. And can you imagine if the if the grapes were pressed in well, I I'm guessing September, you know, we're only in March. What's that? Sort of six months later? Six months later? Yeah. You know, they're they're already going they're big they do hang on, I've got some water here. I can I can make I can conjure the scene for you. Hang on. Oh please, please. Mm. That's what they're doing. They go, oh, that's it's going to be an epic, epic year. Oh, it's a long vintage, this one. Oh, weren't we ready for drinking till 2035 at the very earliest? And mm, even 2070, 2075, it'll, it'll be coming very much into its prime. But there is, strangely enough, clearly something in what they're saying because 
by and large, their, their, their predictions, their projections for the wines do actually do come good. So they must hang these things on particular esters and chemicals that they're tasting as they're... As they're that, that was me without the water. That's just me approximating the sound. But they're getting it right. And I think when you're reviewing art, it must be very difficult. I wonder if Ben Luke is... If he's looking at everyone else's reviews and thinking, oops, ah, uh, you know, ooh, my, my faculties are... Better go and have it's a bit like you know the, the crosshairs on his on his telescopic sights have gone slightly out. You know, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Is it Robert Parker Junior. is the very famous sort of art? No, sorry, wine connoisseur, isn't it? Art connoisseur. I think you're no, you're you're conflating, conflating. Ray Parker Junior. Who are you going to call Robert Parker? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to call Hugo Suckling? <laughs> no, I think he's called I, Robert I think he's called Robert Parker Jr., isn't he? What did I say? Ray Parker Jr. Robert Parker. You know, you said Robert Parker Jr. I think it's just Robert Parker. Is it Robert I think, Parker? I think you're conflating who you're gonna call Ghostbusters man, I think. I don't know. You might be absolutely right. And I might be I thought, speaking. Yeah, Robert out Parker. Of my, yes, um, yeah, Robert my, Parker. Top of my head. So uh isn't he's the sort of wine critic, isn't he? He marks everything out of a hundred, yes. I think, and sort of everyone like that, yes. then buys or sells uh, vintages, depending on. I mean, there are others. I mean, Robert Parker is the is the big one. Jancis Robinson's another. But it, let us return to David Hockney, if we may. What was your What was your take on it? I felt slightly sorry for David. Hockney. I mean, one of the things he's been criticised for is for making these um, images on an iPad, isn't it? And when you blow it up, it looks a little bit. Uh, a little bit pixelated. That's been the criticism. Yeah. I mean, it's slightly unfair. It's a bit like your dad not being able to work the video recorder, isn't it? Or, or, or me not being able to work the uh, Sky remote, you know, and, and my 14-year-old nephew being able to do it, you know, blindfold. I feel like a little bit like he's really wanting to keep up with the technology. Perhaps I'm projecting my own. <laughs> I'm projecting my own issues. Yes. I feel like he's really yes. trying hard, David Hockney. He's really wanting to keep up with the technology. He's wanting to be cutting edge. Yes. He's wanting to sort of slightly shock everyone by using the very latest technology, but doesn't know quite how to work it properly. I, I, I was very impressed by that. I always loved the idea of him actually going, you know, not, not for a minute being a sort of old fuddy-duddy. And by the time you're in your 80s and when you're as distinguished a draftsman and indeed paintsman as uh, David Hockney is, you would almost expect someone at that age to be dragging their feet and saying, no, no, it's all about the textures, textures of the paper, the cartridge, the heavy cartridge. But actually, no, there he is desperate to get into the new technology with his iPad and these beautiful I have to say with my hand on my heart I think they're absolutely beautiful you know I think the function so often of art really is just to represent the everyday to us in such a way that we stop and acknowledge its beauty so it's not merely us going yep that's a chair yep starry night yep okay lady standing behind a bar with some with some uh Upturned bottles. Yes, you're, you're right. I suppose he's always been very interested in the technology, hasn't he? Um, yes, so I mean, I think he's so. Has. For the, I suppose we start. We start. I mean, certainly my knowledge of of David Hockney sort of starts with the, you know, a bigger splash and those sort of the exactly. California pool yes. paintings, and then we go into a slightly more collage Hockney where he takes photography. Yes. There's lots the of Joshua Tree as a particular yes. theme, isn't it? Where he takes all these tiny, tiny photos and then sort of mounts them all together produces mounts these extraordinary collages. collage landscapes yes. incredible sort of collage panorama collage panorama yeah wonderful um and then we have a sort of this this digital yes. phase which has been the last you know 
I mean, it's got a couple of decades, this one, isn't it? This has been going on a while, the digital thing. I suppose it has, yes. we've Yes, I think we've had this for sometimes, a while. Sometimes they really, really excite me. So, so for example, there's a moonscape in this ex- exhibition. I don't, what, do I mean a moonscape? I mean, it's That's, like a landscape. Yes, I've seen kind of, that one, yes. Which looks... It's, yes. it, it's incredibly naive and incredibly powerful and beautifully done. I do find some of... A lot of the time he's painting this farm he lives in in I presume he lives in, or at least I hope he lives in. I'd be very cross if that was my farm and he was making quite as many uh, pictures. Oi, honk Oi, clear off. David, Oi, David. I hope you'll be clearing all this paint up. Vaton, vaton. All these pixels you've dropped or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Take your iPad yes. and fuck off. But uh, does he sit with an iPad on an easel? I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but my Goodness, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in awe of David Hockney just because I think one of the, I think one loves Hockney for a, for a, for a number of things, but partly it is because he understands the third dimension so acutely that his perspective, his sense of perspective, is breathtaking, photographic, actually, and I think. Part of what I like about this exhibition is that actually, even if it does. And I don't actually particularly, for personally, I, I'm not, I'm not offended by the. You were about to say color palette slightly look like the background from Toy Story, weren't you? Even if it does slightly look I'm not, like, even if it does slightly look like the background f- from from Toy Story. <laughs> even if it does look a bit like passing trees in Toy Story, I could not care a fig, not a fig. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. While we're talking about huge contributions, oh my goodness, where do we start? It has been an interesting year, I think, since uh, lockdown started for Chris Martin. Chris Martin's in our in our thoughts because, of course, they launched, um, Coldplay launched their single via the International Space Station this week. Did you see that? Uh, I, well, I, I heard mention of it. I didn't actually. So how did they do that? Had they sent it up already or did they beam it up by <laughs> WeTransfer or something? Well, it's just the whole thing had the air of, my God, this sounded like a great idea. Yes. When the record company pitched it to us. Yes. Yes. My days, is it orky in the execution? Yes. So the four uh, members of Carl Play. So, you know, you've got Chris Martin, you've got the bald one who plays the drums. Yes. You've got the very good looking one who plays, I think it's bass guitar. Yes. And you've got a man who, 
you know, like on Star Trek, when they disappear, you know, when they're just, just about to disappear on Star Trek and there's just a sort of outline of nothing. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, that one, that one in Coldplay, four of them all together. So they're all just sort of sitting there in the studio and they've got a live link to the International Space Station where they've got some, I think he was French, actually, there's a, a French cosmonaut out there floating around in, yes, yes. in space. And then they say, how are you doing? And he says, I'm doing great. And they say, you know, so what's it like in space then? And he sort of says, it's great. It's it's really great. And they have some more awkward banter like that. And they say, can we have a look out the window? And he shows them the earth through the window. Yes. yes. And he says, um, so would you like me to play your new single? <laughs> And they say, oh, well, if, if that's all right to do. Say, oh, and he goes, hang on, let me find there's a, there's a tape recorder somewhere. And he presumably has to go and find it, floating off. Yeah, no, he played it on his iPad. He played it sounding very badly on his iPad. So I think that was wow. the debut, the sort of... First play. As they called it, the cosmological debut. Ah. Does one call that airplay or, or, or is that <laughs> vacuum play? If you see what I'm saying back there. One of the things Chris Martin had said was that he was, he's no longer going to define himself by external events. You know, he's not going to define himself by stadiums. Yes. As he obviously he's worked it through and he's thought, you know, from now on, I'm just going to release my singles. By space. The International <laughs> Space Station and broadcast them to the universe. Yes. He's been wrestling some demons, hasn't he? I think he has. I think it sounds like he's winning and the demons are... I think the demons are um, in the sort of demon Martin arm wrestle. I think that the demon's knuckles are quite close to the to the bar top. Yes, he said. Well, I think his... his um, I mean, you know, Crimea River, Chris. But he's been saying that, you know, he's found it difficult as someone who who's really defined by pop superstardom. You know, who am I? He asks... If Wembley Stadium isn't cheering my name. Isn't there? Yeah. Isn't cheering my name. What do I bring to the party if I haven't got 75,000 people wearing a wristband? Yes, exactly. I sometimes wonder that. My, You know, I, I carry a little, perhaps not Wembley, but I, I carry a little sort of village hall around in my head, you know. Who am I, Martin yeah. Bain-Jones, without a, a village hall of maybe... You know, I can smell the disinfectant and the and the furniture polish and hear the sort of desultory applause of maybe 15 people. And I've had to live without them. Yeah. Yes. Who, who am I, I think, sometimes without a, a sick cat um, <gasps> watching me oh. out of the, the dim corner of, of one barely functioning eye? Who are who, you? Who am I? Did you see that thing, by the way, just completely, yeah. just while you're talking about cats, about cats liking to sit in boxes, in squares? I did see that. That's yes. interesting, isn't it? Yes, yes, cats like to sit in squares. I always think catatonic is is longing to be in a box, isn't 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 she? Longing, I think. What, 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 are, what are you talking about, Martin? Catatonic's dead. It's, it's, oh. it's catamaran now. Catamaran. Oh, yes. Well, one forgets. How, how is she? Oh, she's an absolutely cracking form, actually. Yeah, I have to say. Really great. I mean, she... I gave her um, six mils of penicillin this morning by mouth, which she absolutely chunted down. You could actually see... 
was going to say her ears twitched. Actually, she only got one. Of course, only has one ear left. But that ear quivered noticeably. I thought, I thought well, there's a cat on form. Yes. And, um, yes. Oh, and yes, then. You should make I, adverts for Kitty Cat or, or Whiskers. Yeah, I know, exactly. I think any more of this and uh, oh, any more yes. of this. And we'll I, am be, an, I am Cat or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Any more of this and we'll be, we'll be farming yes. you out, my dear. Yes, yes. that's the. Oh. So, yes, you're absolutely on cracking form. I did um, try and cleanse some of the sort of tartar around her her tooth. I mean, I don't know how it's got there because she doesn't really have any solids, but. Um, tartar? I think, I think what, there's, like, a, like there's a. The dentist scrapes off your teeth. Yes, yes, God yes. So me. I was going to give that a scrape um, this morning. Uh, I, th- I thought, you know, just. Um, yeah, I just think it helps her self esteem. You know, just helps her self esteem. And then I was puzzling to myself where does this tartar come from? And of course, it's reflux, Martin. It's um, it's reflux because uh, what I'd forgotten was she actually had part of her stomach removed a couple of weeks right. ago. Yes, yes. And she's got a oh. a strange sort of reflux oh. system where the mm. you know she's taking things nasally now. I'll sort of pop in a you know few mils of sugar solution in through in through the little nostril. That well, not can't always get it in the nostril because of some of the buildup. So. You know, sometimes you just pop a little tube in there. Do you know what I mean? Just intubate, just yes, just quickly, yes. just pop a few mils down there. Yes. So she's not really taking anything no. particularly nasally or orally, yes. but she has got this. She is managing to to reflux quite a lot of it up during the. That's, I think the that's afternoon, a promising. Which sign. I think that's a sign of really life, promising. Yes. Yeah, really, really promising. So yes. fighting, fighting, oh, fit, fighting. Absolutely, so her systems are working, yeah. aren't they? That's yeah, the absolutely good. Good. That's Firing good. on all. Yes. All cylinder. Yes, exactly right. Um, which makes me wonder how are things at how are things at Dunhall, by the way? What news of the? Uh, you must be into the, nearly into the uh, Monge Two harvest, aren't you? We're getting well. We're getting ourselves ready now for the. And the Monge Two season is a very short one, but obviously we prepare the ground. And obviously, being an organic um, Monge Two, we're, we're we're on a constant rotation. So it's a matter, really, actually, of the crops that we plant in the in the interim on the on the on the rotation. So. Yes, it's very, very exciting, and it's always I always get a little bit, little bit of a frisson around about now. We have to start looking at our pickles this year, and I think actually, as you'll remember, Cora, one of our wonderful, wonderful gardeners. She's the one that looks like she's the one that looks yeah, like Keir Starmer. Like Keir Starmer, yes, that's right. Yeah, yes, she's a she's a a brick. I always say, Cora, you're a brick. Not sure. Anyway, she is. She and uh, and her. It's probably and, the colour of a brick if she looks what? like yes. Kirsten. Kirsten, well, she is a little bit. Yeah, he's got quite a florid, yes, florid tone yes, to right. his. Rather nice, sort of Queen Anne. Face, isn't it? Brick. He looks like he's just snatch lifted about you know 150 pounds, doesn't he? That's Kirsten. Right. Just put it down does, just before just, the interview. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, she she and her her land girls. Um, <laughs> actually. I, she has now told me she will actually take me to court if I ever call her that again. I must stop. Mm. must remember not to call yeah. her that. Anyway, the the people I've formerly known as Land Girls, they're very keen to come back and do the picking this year. Well, that's good. Well, yes, in, yes and sort of no, because Eastern Europe and all of those wonderful pickers we've used in the past from Romania, um, as you remember, my friend, <coughs> and <coughs> came over last year... Um, it looks like Europe is going to be open again. So actually, we we could go back to just getting our normal sort of casual labour, which would save me about a hundred thousand pounds. Anyway, it's no, it's it's fine. So I mean, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> I'd be delighted if the land 
people came, of course. Yes. But equally, I'd be thrilled if <clears throat> and <clears throat> came instead. Um, also, there was a bit of a there was a slightly uncomfortable, just sort of tall puddle martyr atmosphere going on last time, which I could have done without. You know, <laughs> I like to think of myself as a sort of capitalist, a bountiful. No, sorry, no, yeah, no, sorry. not that. No. No, I like to think of myself as a, a man at the, at the heart of a bountiful court. Yes, that's that's how I like to see it. And I, you know, I, I could do without the bang to rights stuff. I could, <laughs> it used to be so, so lovely when they just turn up and sling their hammocks up from the rafters of the of the upstairs barn and granary. And, uh, You're talking we, about the 16th century now, right? Or, no, no, or... I'm talking about uh, 2019. Oh, good. Okay. Yes, yes. So we'd, you know, we'd have a fire and a barbecue, and we'd put trestle tables down. We'd have most wonderful. It was always wonderful. We'd have a lovely time, and we'd eat food and trestle tables and drink wine, and they would sing songs in their native language that were evidently hilarious because they would all fall about laughing, pointing at me. <laughs> anyway, and um, it was all very, very happy. And we all had a wonderful time, and the the beans got picked, and uh, I didn't get fleeced. What else, Martin? What else? Well, is, um, has... I think tonight, the very yeah. night we are speaking, uh, mm. back in the real world, I believe it is the Brit Awards. Oh, how exciting! Awards. The oh, Brits, yes. and there's going to be an yes. audience. It's all very exciting. Oh, it's terribly it? exciting! Yes, um, Jack, little Jackie Whitehall is going to be there, leading the crowd. Lots of tables full of cokey record company people. Oh, one side of the room, oh, you've got the Universal crowd. The other side of the room, oh, you've got the Sony BMG lot. But oh, in the middle of the room, oh, there's Warners. And oh, they're all literally talking ten to the dozen and resolutely not clapping their uh, their rival acts. Apparently that happens. That must be a Is that what happens? Yes. And if you happen to be performing on a bit of stage that is not in front of your representatives, I mean, you, you might as well, you might as well not be there. You might, as well, you might as well be performing in space. You might literally, might as well be coming out of a tinny speaker on a space station. It might be a bit like that anyway, because there's only going to be, you know, it's, it's got huge capacity, isn't it, the arena? There's oh, only going to be 4,000 people there. There's going to be 4,000 people, I think, in the audience. Oh. And they're so all when... going to be lateral, lateral flow tested, aren't they, before they go in? Oh, that's that's hilarious. And yes. lateral flow tested afterwards. So, gosh, think of all the things they'll be sticking up their noses before and after the show. <laughs> It's also it's quite a funny thought, isn't it? Do you are you like? I wonder if you're like me when I hear because this is being run apparently as in quotes an experiment on behalf of the government Mm. to see how we might open live music. It seems to me like just a massive excuse, isn't it? It's just like it's just a very funny. It's very funny. Oh no, we can do the. You know, we can do the. We can have the Brit Awards and everybody can go. You know, we can have have the audience there because it's an experiment. It's an experiment. Right. Yes, put all the all all the stage management in white coats instead of black t shirts, and Bob's your uncle. You've got it. Yeah, sage accredited. It's 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 quite remarkable, isn't it? Who do you fancy in the? Oh, uh, I'm glad you asked me that. Who's who's? I um... am very excited about Young T and Bugsy. Are you have you been following Young T and Bugsy? Oh. they're the TikTok duo. Is That's that right, right. Yes, TikTok hip hop from uh, from Nottingham. 
I don't know much about them apart from there's a single called Don't Rush, which I think is a, it's, a, it's, it's fun. I think it's, it's fun. It's fun. Then there's Heady One, who's sort of oh, drill music, is I think is what you call it, drill. I wasn't long ago before I think drill was being... People were hope, hoping to ban drill music because it was really quite... To ban it? Oh, yes, because uh, its lyrics... Not content with mere misogyny and uh, and blue language, salty language. Yeah, it's very much about very much about killing people from rival gangs. Oh and, yes, uh, he's yeah. is he the one who was the um, he was uh, involved in County Lines, wasn't he? Oh, Isn't very much. Right? So. Heady, Heady one? one. That's right. Yeah. Yes, Heady That's one. Right. I think yeah, yeah. yes, Heady one. I suspect is also a drug a drug reference. Um, uh, yes, he had a of course. Um, yes, he had a great song called "Ain't It Different," which is um, about. Uh-huh. Making a birthday cake in prison is rather sweet, rather touching, actually, out of digestive biscuits. Oh, that's very sweet. Yes, it is yeah. quite sweet. It's interesting um, how a great many of the, the articles I saw in the, in the papers, how music is now, because the, the government, in, in its great sagacity, uh, has taken music off the, off the syllabus at school. It's, it's been off the what? syllabus now for a very long time now. I think Michael Gove brought that in. So now music, if you go to any music college, where well, there used to be people called things like, you know, just Dan and, and Tracy at music school, they are now all called Ptolemy and um, Tamsin and Susanna. Yeah. Or they're all very, very posh. And I think similarly, ah, coming through in, in pop music now, if you can find, if you can find anyone who's not, uh, with the exception of Heady One and possibly Young T and Bugsy, um, you can find anyone who didn't go to one of the country's top private schools. Um, you're you're a better man than I am, Craig. Anyway, who who do you fancy? Who do you fancy? Well, I, can't, I quite like Arlo Parks. Do you like her stuff? I really like that. Very yes, um... oh, yes. She was very good in the netball finals, I thought. The house netball. <laughs> very, very good, yes. Read a beautiful lesson in the end-of-term carol service as well. <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't know whether she did go to uh, a top private school. I imagine she might. She might well have done. I imagine it's not impossible that she did. What about um, Fontaine's DC? Have you come across them? A Dublin band? I, I have come across Fontaine's yes. DC. I, quite, I mean, to me, I feel like we've slightly been there before with Fontaine's. Yes, DC. I, I have to agree I have to say. That. Yes, I'm not. I'm not feeling the frisson. Uh, the, you know, the shock of the new. But I'm. I'm quite enjoying Brian Chatton though. Or Grian, maybe he calls himself Grian, yes. but Grian, yeah, Grian. he's got a little... Uh... Yes, I mean, you know, we've had Brian Adams, we've had Ryan Adams, and now we've got Grian Chatton. That's, <laughs> I mean, I, so I, I'm always more interested in an Irish band just because, you know, I feel, with the exception of Westlife and... Um, Boys Own, yeah. You know, I feel, I feel you know, there's a, there is sort of an individualism... Well, it comes from Ireland, I think. You know, there's, there's such a lovely, rich tradition of of the song, the bardic tradition coming over from Ireland that I think I, I always sit up and give them rather more credence than I might if I'd heard they'd just come from Sheffield. I guess it's early early days-ish. Yes, still, I mean, I think right? I, I, yeah. I, they may well be that we hear a great deal more from Fontaine's DC. That's if, of course, they don't fall out and fight each other, which is uh, quite often what happens. It's always possible. Grian looks like he's he he's got an axe to Grian. To Grian. To Grian. So 
Martin, where are we in our cultural roundup? I think maybe well, we've maybe come... We've, maybe we've come full circle. Perhaps we better call those swans over. Dear Lord, I've got to do my swan call. Hold fire. Sounds quite like your Wookiee from last week. It does sound. It sounds a bit like I'm a one-trick pony, doesn't it? So I've got to try another one. <laughs> Wookie me once, fool on me. Oh. Wookie me twice. Wookie me twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, can you hear? I can't see them, but I can hear the beating of their... The beating Those of are the flight hearts. feathers there, aren't they? Whistling in the wind. There yeah, they come. Oh, there we go. Here they come. Oh, Look here they them. come. Here they come. They're just, majestic by, oh, birds. they're just by the sun there. Shade your eyes. Shade your eyes. Oh, Look at them flying majestic. Their shadows they swooping over the rustling grass oh, of the yes. hillside there. Look. Oh, circling. Oh. Circling. Oh, and they're just keeping circling. going. I thought they were going to land. Oh. They're, just, they're just keeping going. Oh, they're gone flying off. off. Hang on. Into the right. Do you want to hop on the back of my bike? <laughs> Oh, there's a bit of an echo coming off that far cliff. Yeah. No, they've gone. They've absolutely no, that's gone. that's them gone. Never mind, I'll just hop Come on. on I'll give you a seater. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah, yeah. nice. I'll okay, give you I'll a seater. Hop on there. Oh, this is very nice. Very nice uh, little electric. Ooh. Ooh. It's yes, got it's, bit, got, it's got a bit, bit of suspension it, in there. It? My goodness I promise me. you that is suspension. That's not anything I'm doing. Okay. Okay, off we go. You've been listening to Time Ghost. Time Ghost was created by Alexander Armstrong and Ben Miller. It was produced by Andy Goddard and Diggory Waite, and the exec producer was Claire Broughton. Time Ghost is a hat-trick podcast. You can now follow Time Ghost on Instagram. Just search at Time Ghost Pod. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.